and welcome to episode 150 of the South Road Boys. And in true South Road Boys style, it fucked up. Um, if you are hearing this, you will probably be going, Hey, episode 150 of the South Road Boys, that's exactly what I wanted. I've been waiting all week for this. Well, guess what? You've got it. Now, the unfortunate thing is at about 10 minutes or so, there's this buzz. This is, I don't know whether or not Troy's vibrator went off. Look, I don't know what happened. But needless to say, it is there for the episode. So if you don't mind mind a little hum or a little buzz, then, you know, you'll endure it. If you do, listen to about 10 minutes. Give it a miss. We'll be back next week. Uh, But anyway, here's Joe and Troy with the rest of the show. And welcome to the South Road Boy. He's 150. 150. Who would have thunk it? How fracked up is that? Oh, frilling hell. (laughs) Now, for those roadies who are out there, we realise that 156 would be the three-year anniversary, but no one celebrates 156. No one puts 156 in the corner. (laughs) Actually, probably some people do. Get that 156 out of here. That's just... I, I am still shocked. We said this at 100. We did. I never expected that we would get so many episodes under our belt. Yes. We did this as a bit of fun, a bit of advancing our friendship. Yes. So we have a bit of boy time every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mainly when you were in Victoria and I was over here. Yes, no longer in the COVID state. Yeah, and um, and now we're still doing it. I could have told you that at 10, episode 10. Who would have thought we would have got this far? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm loving it, though. It's good. Oh, yeah. You know who else is loving it? Your mum. Your mum. Speaking of mum, that's (laughs) probably a good segue, isn't it? It is. So we obviously put the call out last week, or you did. Yes. To ask a couple of questions if you want. If you've got something that you want to know. Yeah, didn't need to. We got You you get a couple of messages, we get a couple of comments on Facebook, all that kind of thing. Yep. Just for shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. The first comment... (laughs) <laughs> the first comment that comes up. Yes. From Chris. Can we have Troy's mum on, please? So much has been said. We need to meet her. We all need this lady in our lives. Actually, you know what? You really do. If there's any, you know, person that you need in your life, you need a bit of Merle. Dad thought so. Dad. <laughs> He's, He's got kept, a bit of Merle in his life. Kept her around for a while. <laughs> They're on. Shit, 55 years or something, 56 Holy years. Holy shnikey. That's just incredible. He's coming it? up for retirement. <laughs> In this day and age, I actually mentioned this when we did Father's Day last night. Obviously, this will be a week later when you listen to this, but yes. it was Father's Day yesterday mm-hmm. in our time. Happy Father's Day to all those fathers out there. Happy upcoming Father's Day. No, no, it's been. Yeah, no, it's in another, what, 51 weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you get any mystery cards that you weren't expecting? No, I was not. Okay, good. Um, but the thing I was going to mention was, I said, because mum and dad, I said 55, 56 years. Yes. I said... It'll be very rare these days for mm. someone to go that long in marriage. Without a homicide. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. But not even from the case of the fact that marriages don't tend to last as long anymore. Mm. It's more a case of people also get married later. Yeah, true. You don't get married when you're 20 like you used to. Well, you do sometimes. But well, some of us. Some, some, of us some of us get married at 21. <laughs> some do. But even that was a few years ago. Uh, yeah, 24. If we talk, if we talk now. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so the only way that we're going to start getting to 50s and 60s is when we start living to 130. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. It could happen. 
It, well, it could. I mean, COVID's going to drop the the average life expectancy rate down slightly. The mortality rate is yeah. a little bit higher, but you know, you know. So, you know, I mean, women will live until what? Maybe 82. I think now, that's the average. Now they're probably on 79 now after yeah, COVID. Exactly. You know, men were, men were on, I think, maybe 78. Yep. We're going to be on 47. <laughs> <laughs> Because unfortunately, we've had to be in homes together for too long, and many yeah. men have died. Yeah, random accidents, <laughs> non-accidental deaths. I think is what it's going to be classified as something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, fifty odd years. Wow, okay. you're not quite up there with 150 episodes of a podcast. No, but no, certainly right. not. Oh, they're getting there. But I did say, I said, "Mum, mm. it's going to happen." And, and what was Mel's response? Not, to not that tonight. One? Not for this one. No. Um, look, Mum's not young. I can't just I can't just call her on a whim and say, Mum, you got to come over to a podcast. Yes, I'm even the fact that we do this at eight o'clock at night. That's bedtime. She's already you in know? the gym. Jan's got her hair in rollers. <laughs> Dad's already lying back in bed waiting for some action. Exactly. <laughs> Boom shaka <laughs> shaka. <laughs> Best thing that ever happened to them was all the kids moving out. I reckon. Whew. Well, did all the kids move out or did they move out? Well, Let's be honest. Come on. Depends how you look at it. You and I both know that your sisters took the hint and they moved out. <laughs> and you just hung around, hung until, around. Until mum and dad moved out. Until mum and dad went, all right, well, the boy's not going to go. I don't think there's Let's any move problem with that. Out. Uh, I was being a responsible adult. <laughs> Were I kept, you? I kept my parents in a safe <laughs> until I needed them. <laughs> Uh, the humedically sealed number one South Road. <laughs> They're up there with Disney's head. <laughs> <laughs> just frozen. They're ready to just press a button and thaw them out when you need them. <laughs> well, yeah, Disney owned Marvel. Thor would be a thing. <laughs> In case of emergency and need mum and dad, press this button. Yeah. <laughs> so, 150. 150 Ooh, episodes. Wee. And I've just, I realised after 150 episodes, mm-hmm. I've done the rookie error. Which is? Oh, I didn't open my can before I started. Oh, here we so go. So now we're going to get the special effects of the old. <laughs> if we had an editor. Proudly sponsored by Mother Energy Drinks. Oh, if only. <laughs> if only. Actually, oh, actually, I just realised. Oh, Mother. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Wow, we're so good now, this coincidental jokes. Exactly. You open it up and it goes, oh, Troy, not another one. <laughs> uh, the other thing that happened today, obviously, as well uh, for those people playing at home, September 7th, fun holiday, is Salami Day. Is it really? <laughs> Which is a bit like this podcast. It's a bit of a sausage fest, but, you know, you get that. Uh, so if you do like your salami, which I do, uh, have some salami today. Or uh-huh. well, I hope you had it last week, actually. By the we time do. you're listening to this. Well, the thing is, we work a week behind, but what we're also thinking is that people come late to the party, mm. so they can listen to this in time next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But if you're listening a year behind, come on. I mean, come on. How many hours in the day have people got, Joe? Well, 24, usually. Yeah, okay, so... <laughs> 24, it's, yeah, it's not going to take long then, is it really? No, not really. But it's most people... hundred episodes. You're not going to bang it out in three days. <laughs> you could basically, you could smash our entire 150 out in a week. Easy. If you had you no life. You sleep. No. But that's okay. Could you imagine... Make an effort. <laughs> Put in. What you Put have. In. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> Do you even lift, bro? I tell you what, though, could you imagine, like, you know when you... 
I, I, look, my wife gets there and says to me, um, when I've been doing uh, some manual labour, like I, I, I occasionally have to do for my job, drive a forklift. And she'll know the days that I've been driving a forklift because that night I'll be muscle memory in bed. And, and she goes, I'm not a forklift. <laughs> 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 where I'm trying to push the lever and, you know, do whatever. So maybe that's what will happen to people here. They'd listen to that in us in a week and all they'd be doing is just hearing our voices in their dreams. That'd be a bit scary, really. Yeah, I'm trying to imagine that. And I don't think I want that to happen to anyone. <laughs> Especially the occasional erotic reading rule then. <laughs> it's time to get in the mood. Oh, dearie, mate. Now, we did discuss... Uh, on that post, we did have a couple of things uh, that people did want to ask. I had one roadie ask me, who's funnier? Really? That was the question. Who's funnier? Wow. Now, I know my answer. I oh. think you are. Yeah. Do you want to know why I think you are? Tell me. Because I, I think I'm not confident times, on this. you are the most brilliant straight man. The comments that you deliver <laughs> with this deadpan and then... It takes me a moment, and then I cannot breathe. And I still go back to the episode where you walked out naked. Oh, my goodness. I, I love the fact that you remember that. But that's How could I ever forget it? That's burned into the back of my retinas. <laughs> it was uh, the back of me you saw fully naked. Yeah, exactly. What you're saying is this... <laughs> Couple of Tatooine moons go past exactly. you. <laughs> I was looking for Tony Gregg to get the keys out. <laughs> Check the firmness of the pitch. Look, I am going to say though, mm. um, out of respect for everyone, for everyone, yep, everyone, um, you didn't get to see the uh, the tackle. No, the tackle was hidden. Yeah, exactly. There was a hat. I don't think there was a reason to ever do that. No, no Everybody one else, needs to see that. Everything else was there. It was all on show. Yeah. It was all on front street. Yep. More front than Myers. Oh, I tell you what, that was... you got no idea how much joy I had the entire day leading up to that moment, <laughs> knowing that I was going to do that. But the face that you had, you didn't you didn't show your cards at all. Not once did you show your cards about going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to come out naked. <laughs> Even the lead up, which I think I've said something like, I should mate, keep talking. I've got to grab something I forgot. Sorry, I'll be back in a sec. Exactly. And to ask me to keep on talking is really not a big ask. <laughs> um, yeah, look, fair enough. I'll take that. Yeah, so that But was... I, I don't think, to be honest, I think <laughs> we are funny with each other. Yeah, by ourselves, not funny at all. No. No. <laughs> if we try to do a one man show, <laughs> trust me, all those seats in the theatre. You just hear crickets. Empty. There's nothing going on. Well, they would be after a couple of minutes. They'd be like. <laughs> Hang on, this is... I was after a giggle. This is just sad. <laughs> Where for art thou, ginger <laughs> podcast brother? <laughs> oh, Barnsley, I knew thee well. <laughs> oh, yeah, dear no, me. I don't think it's going to work. Uh, okay, fair question, though. Fair question, yeah. Right. Now, the other question that did get asked was people probably aren't aware that you are an author, not a talker. <laughs> That did come up in a couple of things, didn't it? Yeah, and it actually, I think we even named an episode. I know there's a, there's a hashtag that sometimes gets used with the, the occasional episode, author, not a talker. Yeah, exactly. Because things do get muddled. Our words just confuse you sometimes. Yeah. It's and sometimes you old. talk a little bit quick, yep. things blend. And then... <laughs> and sometimes you throw a few wines in the mix. <laughs> oh, they're and my favourite. different again. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me your books. 
people. Well, I think I, I even I haven't done much with the books for a while. Yeah, you probably have. It's been a while. So I've got um, we've got three. Mm. We have Deadlight. We started it all. Yes, uh, which I think is a fave for most people. Yes, it's got the the um, the hot kick ass heroine, Psycho Sam. Psycho Sam. Yeah, who basically um, sees the damaged souls of people who kill and hunts them down like an addiction and doesn't know why. So it's not a rom com then. No, no, no. There's a bit of sexy time in it. Like, oh yeah, well, there's a little bit. bit. Yeah, but uh, it's um look. I do like the character. It was just fun. It was a really And I've got good about break. half of the sequel written. Mm. It's done. I just got to a point where it wasn't making me as happy as I wanted it to. Mm. So I didn't want to do it unless it was something that I'd be super proud of and just go, bang, this is awesome. People are going to love this. If you love the character, yep. you're going to love this. And for the first half of it, they would have done. Yep. But then it just wasn't going where I wanted it to go. So that's sitting there. It's, Mulling it's got away. a bit of a... What would you call it? Digital dust on it. Oh, digital dust. I like yeah. that. Um, but it's, it hasn't gone away. Like, I'll go back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, when the time is right and the brain's kind of ready to go and I'm ready to say, you know what? I'm going to put six months of my time into this. Mm. Then it'll happen. Because I think out of the ones that I've, you know, out of the three, that's the one I can easily see being adapted into film. It was very film-driven in my mind. Yeah. It was visually driven. Because you could see... Who was the lead actress in The Old Guard? Oh, um, Theron. Yeah, because I could see her being that type of character. Yep. Just, you know... And how kick-ass is she now? Oh. Frack. Frack. Jesus. Speaking of kick-ass, I watched uh, The Long Kiss Goodnight again the other day. Oh, hang on. That's... Uh, G. What? Good? No, hang on. Don't give it to me. Okay. <laughs> Don't give it to <laughs> That's me. That's what G said. Uh, Gina <laughs> Davis? No. Yes. It is? Yes, it there is. There you go. And, and wow. Samuel L. Jackson, isn't it? I was actually very surprised because that would have been, I reckon, mid-90s. Does he, does he drop a motherfucker in there? Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> uh, mid-90s. Motherfucker! That's... Stood up way better than I thought. It was a good story. Yeah, it's on Netflix at the moment. Uh, mm. If you haven't seen it, or if you have even seen it, haven't seen it for a while, jump on and check it out. Um, it's pretty good quality on Netflix. Yep. And to be completely honest, if if that was said only 4K, upgraded, mm. yes. and you watched it now, other than maybe a couple of slightly dodgy haircuts, and there's not many of them either, and you wouldn't really know phones. it wasn't a newish film. And yeah. flip phones, yeah. <laughs> flip, yeah. The, the mobile phone technology is probably the biggest giveaway. Yeah. But um, the acting was still great. Yes. The action was still great. The Good story. comedy was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, do yourself a favour. Check that out if you haven't, or yes. haven't seen it for a while. Now, book number two. Book number two was Monochromacy. Monochromacy was set in Land of Penguin, actually. Yes. So we didn't call it Penguin Live. We called it Raven Beach. Mm. Still has a bit of a bird theme. It seems to be, that's a bit of a, it seems a bit of a nod to Stephen King though. Oh, it's a nod to old school horror probably. Yeah, where he gives them, you know, the places, yeah, there that is a, sort of naming There's a little bit convention. of that. There's also some little links in the books that link the other books to them mm. that don't actually involve the story at all. But that's my little nod to Stephen King, the way that he would mention, say, a character from another book or a yeah, place from another Easter book. Eggs. Yeah, because as I often say that Stephen King was my third parent because mm-hmm. I spent more time with him growing up than my actual parents. Yeah, probably. Um, so that was my little... <laughs> and Merle and Ivan were very happy with that. Oh, they have no issue. <laughs> no. <laughs> Still don't. They're very happy to stay away. They've got someone to blame. 
So um yeah, so that's all about um basically someone's a key to pretty much saving the entire world. Mm. Um, but doesn't understand why they're pivotal. Mm. And then this person finds out that things aren't quite what he thinks It's they a bit are. M. Night Shyamalan. It's a little bit out there. A bit glass, a bit... It was a, that I really enjoyed writing the book. It was fun because I was writing it, you know, involved things around Penguin that if you lived in the area, you'd know what they are. Yep. Um, the funniest part about that was, though, that there were many people that would have messaged me on... And it wouldn't have been... Yeah, it would have been a Facebook Messenger back then, I reckon. And MySpace. It wasn't quite that long ago. But Facebook's changed so many times. Yes. Um, you kind of forget what was and what wasn't with Facebook because you just get used to the new iteration. Hmm. Um, but a lot of people were saying, you know, I see um, that character put in, that's definitely blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, it's actually not. It's you know, not. But, now when know. the book was meant to be anyone. Yep. But it's funny that people would see something and see someone in that something. Hmm. I just found that really intriguing. Someone would see something in something. You and your over-specificness. <laughs> I know exactly what I'm talking about. And now the end of... The end ever. of ever. Yeah, so that's... If I didn't have Dead like that, it'd be my favourite. Yep. Because um, I think you described it as... Zombie Muppet movie? <laughs> uh, Alice in Wonderland makes horror. That's it. <laughs> Close. Close. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, it's a case of a crew wake up in a world that isn't their own. Mm. Uh, they had a big drunken night. They wake up and there's a hell of a storm. And they look outside and the wind's blowing. Their house is on the edge of a cliff. They've got to get out. They just get out. The whole house goes over. Bit and that's pretty much like, where the fuck are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they've got to track their way through. And it's very timey-wimey. It's very all over the shop. Um, it's very fantasy horror. Mm-hmm. Not um, thriller kind of... Um, Halloween horror. The calls you know, coming in from inside the house. Like, yeah, pretty much. It's This is purely fictional fantasy horror. Yep. Um, but a shit ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was just really, really good. That's another one that I want to go back to. I, I'd love to do some side stories with that because there's so many different characters. There was so many side stories. And there's so many characters do. I could do origin stories for and have other stories. I mean, you've got wraiths and banshees and all this really cool shit going on and huge spider creatures. and it's You could just, almost Walking Dead it. Yeah, well, you've point. got that core of almost normals um, going through whichever, you know, rabbit hole they end up at. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, no, it's just that that was a, a hell of a complex book to write. Mm-hmm. There were so many different facets to it, so many different characters, so many different characters that weren't human. Mm-hmm. And that was something I hadn't really delved into much before. Um, it was just, you know, there was teary moments, there was action moments, there was how the fuck did I, didn't, didn't I see that coming moments? <laughs> yes. Um, you know, not everyone gets out of it alive. You know, this isn't a case of where the, all the good guys win. No. You know, so there were some gut-wrenching moments, but but yeah. Mm. That's kind of thing. There's been some short stories done over the time as well, but they were the three big ones. But now, where can the roadies get this collection? The easiest way to get it, to be honest, these days mm. is to actually, um, I mean, you can jump on if you're a, a digital reader on Kindle, mm-hmm. you can jump on and read it there. Yep. If you're someone that likes that. If you're like me, though, that actually enjoys a real book. Yes. Something where you turn a page, you can smell the ink on the page, you, you can put a bookmark in and you know where you are. And if you've got a third of the book to go and it's well, too late, it doesn't it. matter. Don't start. <laughs> you know. <laughs> every time someone dog ears a page, a book screams out in pain. 
<laughs> That's what you can do, roadies. You can go online to Amazon, I think, and you can buy these books and just send photos of Troy. Just every photo have a doggy and page. Uh, can you say you won't get them physically from Amazon? I oh, can't. So you can sort of bring your copy. tablet. Yep. You fucking deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Break it. Um, but if you go to troybarns.com.au. There you go. Bang. You can get a physical copy. I'll sign them. I'll send them to you. If you're local, I'll even drop them off at your house and maybe, I don't know, <laughs> unless, of course, kids. <laughs> unless, of course, you, you know, you're outside of Penguin. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what? You know, if you're single, you know. I'm ready to mingle. 30 to 45. Um, <laughs> you like cats, maybe the case of a horror movie. <laughs> Gender fluid, doesn't matter. Whatever takes your fancy. Any gender in a storm. <laughs> any, any port in a storm. So, so that's me. So for the questions that were mentioned, though, look, the sequels and the additions and that, they will come eventually. The best thing about writing a book or the skill of writing is it, it doesn't matter how old you get. Mm. Um, the fitness of imagination doesn't really go away. No, and everyone's got I think if this podcast has given us nothing else, it just proves that everyone's got something to say. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter whether or not people listen. <laughs> But someone's got something. And I never did that also because I wanted to go fame and fortune and that kind of bullshit. I just started writing and loved it. Mm. You know, I went to a couple of Comic-Cons and Supernovas in Melbourne and Sydney and stuff. And that was great. Did they sign the books of people that have never met you? Or you know, people that come up saying, you know, I bought your first book. I'll come to get the other two. Mm. Or I just come and talk to you about how much I enjoyed it. I mean, it was fucking amazing. Which, is, which for those people who don't know, I mean, that's when we recorded the original. Yeah, that's where this started episode of the South Road Boys, which never went to air, and there's so many good reasons for that. Um, no one would have listened to No it. one would have listened to No it. one would have listened to the end of episode one. No. No <laughs> one would have gotten to halfway. No. Um, but that was because I hung out with you when you came to Melbourne, and I'd sit on a table with you and just watch people's faces light up and go, oh, I've read this book, or I've read that book, or when's this one coming out, or when's this equal, and just engage with you and talk to you about your art and it was really great and then we decided that well hang on let's do this podcast thing and see what happens with that yeah and that was over three years ago it was it's mm. just um yeah it's great so thanks for those asked it was actually really cool and mm. to be honest that's the first time i probably talked about the books for a while too yeah, yeah. i think we talked about him some of the earlier episodes yeah. gave him a quick plug well it's just interesting like everything just going back to it now now it's got me intrigued myself a little bit mm. to go back so it's interesting when you write a book and you haven't actually reintroduced yourself to it for a while to go back and read it again yourself as a reader. Yeah. and Because you forget things you've done. It's like when we do this podcast. I would forget episodes ago what the hell we talked about. I could listen to it again and a lot of it's fresh. Can you even tell me what we spoke about last week? Uh, Black Cub. <laughs> Black Cub. Black Cub. That was, that's your takeaway. Yeah, Black Cub. Much, yeah. Where we've been and engaged. We've been engaged to write the new... And direct the new uh, Black Panther yeah. sequel or prequel. Mm. Mm. Black Cup. The funny thing that I find about this is we asked people to, to pose questions to us and people were very generous with their time and, and messages or spoke to us in person. And you got asked about, you know, oh, what are you doing with your books or whatever? Yet the questions that I get asked is, how have you humiliated yourself? <laughs> <laughs> What have you done that you fucked up at? <laughs> I love it. You know, I, you know I'm, I'm not saying I've got a body of work behind me that's worth note or, you know, I'm not some sort of literary genius or, you know, 
humanitarian. Just when have you hurt yourself and fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> they are the best stories, though. They are. Aren't so they good? the one story that did get asked, thank you, Mr. Von Rock, I had a gig working at the showgrounds, and this oh, was in we Melbourne. Oh, hear the story. Yeah, why not? Yeah, nice. Well, you used to come over to Melbourne yep. for, because I worked, my place of employment at the time was the Melbourne showgrounds, where they were doing heaps and heaps of events, and one of the events that was, was Soundwave. Yeah, and I love Soundwave. Exactly. And I think you and Howie came over a couple of times. I think Charlie came Charlie down from Elvis Sydney. Too. Yeah. Um, we saw Iron Maiden, Slayer. Marilyn Manson, like we... 30 seconds to Mars. Or even 40 seconds. (laughs) Doesn't matter, you get slower as you get older. Exactly. Um, But we saw a gwaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaaa
whilst doing all of this very quick looking around was the telegraph pole. (laughs) And so I, it was not until I was probably about a metre and a half away from the telegraph pole that I realised that's what it was. I slammed on the brakes, not quick enough, and went bang. Now, <laughs> oh, you've got no idea how much I wish I'd see this. buggies don't have seatbelts, so I am hurtled forward. They're also not spongy. They are not spongy, no. no. So I'm, I'm being hurtled. Look, I think the calculation is double your speed is the, is the speed that your body goes. So I'm doing about uh, anywhere between 15 and 20 kilometres an hour, my body's motion is, and I hit the steering wheel and it just wins me. <laughs> But what also happened was the can of Coke that I had got knocked and it started to spray. And I feel this spray on my leg. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I've done damage. I've probably hit the battery and that's what I can feel. And I wasn't really thinking because it was a bit late and whatever. So I get... Long day. Long day. Long day. Long day, sir. Long day, sir. So I've gotten out of the golf buggy, winded, and I'm like... (gasps) So I crouch down to try and catch my breath. Unfortunately for me, the cars that were coming out were first aid. <laughs> now, at an end of a 10-hour concert of heavy metal, a lot of the things I've been dealing with is neck injuries and back injuries. They pull over and some fuckstick, because that is the only word I can use, has gone neck trauma, head trauma. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm on. Bring out the gurney. Bring out the gurney. (laughs) Well, they were all out of neck braces. Now, I also got met at the same time by our head of security. And I'm like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I go to get up and he goes, fucking get back down or I will put you down. These people are first aid and you're at work and you're going to do as you're told. And I'm like, yeah, I probably should. In hindsight, I shouldn't have. I should have just stood up and gone... I'm fine, and walked off, but I didn't. I listened to the direction I was given. Anyway, so they're there, and they're like, well, the, they said I was doing about 30 kilometres an hour. Nowhere near it, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and so I lay in this car park. It's a golf buggy, not a dirty buggy. <laughs> correct. They called an ambulance. Of course they did. Now, unfortunately for me, my injuries were not such that was deemed critical. So I lay in a car park with someone holding my head because they thought of possible spinal injury for two hours <laughs> while two ambulances on their way got turned around. Um, luckily, I had workmates who were there who decided to be supportive of me in my moment of need. Uh, one stood there and took photos and laughed. <laughs> Fantastic. Good friend. <laughs> Big pops to yeah. Justin. Thank you very much. And the other one went, oh, your wife's probably expecting you. I'll just give her a call. And I'm like, no, don't. Did anyway and said, he's fine, but he's probably going to go to hospital. My wife's gone, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She's made a ring round, got someone to come and look after the kids. Next thing you the know... The dominoes just keep falling. Exactly. She's come sideways into this car park going, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. So we got picked up by the ambulance by about 2 a.m. is when they finally got there. And I'm in a freezing cold car park and... Fuck. 
finally had my little trip in the ambulance, which was fine. And I needed to pee. I needed to pee like you would not believe. And they're like, well, you can pee in a bottle or you can hold it. And I'm like, I ain't peeing in a fucking bottle. <laughs> so I held it. When we finally got to hospital, I waited another hour to be seen. Finally got taken to a, uh, uh, a triage unit where I was there for another three hours. My wife then, I said, look, you just need to go because kids are going to be up. I'm going to be doing nothing because they're going to let me go and that's it. 6 a.m. in the morning, they let me go and I had to catch a taxi back to work to get my car and go home with just a shit story. So there you go, Brad. That is my story of how Joe almost rode off a golf buggy. Oh, and the next day at work, I had to rock up. Oh, no, that was a sad day. Friday or a sad day. So on the Monday, I had to rock up and explain how I... Uh, need to get repairs done to the golf buggy, which was fine. Which was fine. (laughs) But I did hear about that for the rest of my time that I worked there. I'm not surprised. Yeah. That's a great story. Uh, I had a couple of those sort of, oh, shit, what's Joe done now? But anyway, no one died. No one died. So you've had a couple of cart stories, haven't you? If we go back a little bit further. Mm Mm-hmm. There was the Ice Ice Baby story. Because hmm? wasn't there someone you run over? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same golf buggy. We didn't did mention this many, many episodes ago. Yeah, possibly. This um, is probably back in the 20s or 30s. Probably. Yeah, same golf. Yeah, exactly. Same golf buggy. Yeah. We're driving there. Someone, I'm driving. Someone's done a fence jump, I think. Wasn't it a fence Someone's done a fence jump out of the event, not into the event. <laughs> so they were hooped up on something. I'd picked up security to pursue this person, drop security off, and I'm just helping them corral this person towards being captured because they're heading towards a fence. And so I'm driving north, and this person is effectively west of me. And he's running in a northwesterly direction towards the fence. So I'm just cruising along, not doing very fast, and then all of a sudden he starts running at me, And then works sort of parallel to each other. And then he sidesteps in front of me. And I'm like, bang. (laughs) Um, He was fine. He got sort of bumped onto the ground where three or four security guards jumped on him. Um, And then when uh, the police rocked up and he was like, you're all bastards and started kicking and swearing at him. They didn't notice. He goes, he hit me with a golf buggy. (laughs) But we probably don't talk about that anyway. No. What are you going to do? But, um, he was fine. He was. He had other things that were more concerning. I just. It was a bizarre moment. A bizarre moment. But that is uh, the life and times in the event industry. Mm. Now, what else did we have? We had a couple of other questions, didn't we? There was a few. Look, a few were. I know one thing that I was planning on doing, mm. um, which I jokingly said to you about. And it was joking. I said, what if we going to do a podcast in the snow? Why would you want to do that? Get a Jenny. Just... Get a Jenny. <laughs> Set up a bit of a, bit of a uh, marquee. You do realise Jenny's aren't good, you know, soundproofing the environment. <laughs> <laughs> you just have the podcast. 
wouldn't have been so good. <laughs> Our constant feedback on that episode is, yeah, I like the content. I couldn't hear it over the... <laughs> Something different we could do for our 150th leading up to it. Right, what was the other thing we thought of? Oh, we were saying we should um, hire an entire cinema. Yes. Have a movie night for the roadies. That would be good. That, that would be very cool. But then that would involve... Well, at least then we'd be had hold on hold them captive. <laughs> we, we'd get a movie they'd want to see, but we'd do the podcast first. Because yeah. if you do the movie first, they're going to watch the movie and just fuck off. That would have worked. Yeah, you have yeah. to do the podcast first, Smart. so they have to endure it, and then they get the movie as a reward. <laughs> but one thing I did see that I thought that would challenge you and me creatively. Oh. There is a uh, a news article that just came out. Apparently, there's the AACTA Red Grundy Awards, right? Okay. Which offers up $50,000 for an Aussie or Aussie sir who comes up with the best concept for a new show on the telly. On the telly. On the telly. Now, they're looking at um, shows that aren't unscripted. Okay. Now, the reason why I think they're going for unscripted save is money. <laughs> save money. Absolutely save money because you don't need any writers yep. and you're not getting any paid actors. You're not organising any special effects. Correct. you don't even know what you're doing. So the things that they were using as this is the type of show that we're after is Big Brother, Dancing with the Stars, X Factor, Celebrity Apprentice, Farmer Wants a Root. I mean, Farmer Wants a Wife. Um, <laughs> Apparently, this person um, said one of the things that came to mind was they got pitched a weight loss show, um, but it was a weight loss show for rabbits, where people rock up with a fat rabbit and they try and make their rabbit skinny. Why? I don't know. Why would anyone watch that? It was a pitch. Does anyone watch telly anyway? I think they do. And the other one was crime scene cleanup. Oh, I like that one. Well, you think you do. I don't know how hard it would be or how easy it would be to... So, imagine CSI, right? right? Where you you see a murder or a heinous crime and you see all the intrigue of who did it and why they did it and then... Yep. Yep. So, take away all of that and just have two people in hazmat suits walking and cleaning up shit. Yeah. I You're mean, taking away the, the sparkle of it all. I've yeah, all, all you're seeing, you don't even see how it's done. It's just, oh, fuck, I don't know how they got that stain up there, says Daryl. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not going to work either. I don't think no. it's going to work. I don't, so I thought you and I should probably come up with an idea. I mean, I'm a big fan of unscripted reality-style TV programs. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be married. <laughs> That's a fair point. So, you know, for those roadies who don't know, uh, my wife and I, in 1996, it's even on the YouTubes, if you care to go and search it out. I think it is, uh, I do, no, not Amy and Joe, 1996, Amy and Joe, I do, I do. Yeah. Um, Please search for We it. got married it, on the telly. Yeah. And we won. Yeah. You know, we it's got a awesome. trip to Paris, we got married, happy days. So that's the sort of thing Young that they're love. after. Young love. She still you know, hasn't killed me, so that's always a win. Maybe we need to bring like a show like that in, but it's people who aren't of the skinny persuasion. Fatty Wombas. Yeah, and um, boom, chuck, and boom, what we basically chuck. do is yes. you bring people on 
and it might be a case of a little bit like uh, what was the old blind that perfect match when you didn't see the person? Yeah, yeah, with Still Dexter. Like yeah, and we could call it um, Dear Bat for the Fat. Dear Bat for the Fat. <laughs> and basically, what you're doing is you're falling for the personality, mm-hmm. and then seeing that if the personality holds true over the visual stimulation or non-stimulation or arousal. So or you want to get fat and ugly people. Oh, they don't need to be ugly. Fat doesn't mean ugly. No, no. But I'm Don't shame Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying fat people are ugly, but I'm saying if you're only doing fat people, why do you not do ugly people as well? Because oh, okay. ugly people have good personalities. Yeah, true. So, you know, you can get people who are hilariously funny because they say, oh, I just want a man who's got a good, who makes me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Do they or are they just saying it? Exactly. You end up with mm. Dave Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's no problem with that. I'm happy. He's doing all right. Exactly. Hughes yeah. is all right. Yeah, um, got a voice that I probably couldn't live with, though. No. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of concepts. See, that's the hardest thing. I'm like... But the thing is... Fishing with the stars. Fishing with the stars. Has that been done? Maybe not. I mean, it could be a bit slow. Maybe. Because I, I know what... Because, well, quite frankly, I know how hard fishing is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're shit at fishing. Yeah, shit at fishing. Yeah, you're not hosting this, I can tell you. Because you've got shows like Top Gear. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's do another one. Like then. a Racing um, with the Stars. You've got a, a way to win money. Right, you can make it so you can either get your teeth ripped out, yes, or spend one minute in the cage with a polar bear, molar or polar. Oh, molar or <laughs> Truth or dare? Truth or dare? Truth or dare? An old school premise that hasn't been done on telly. Exactly. Just hook them up to a lie detector and ask them really shitty hard questions oh. as well. And like, you know. Really shitty. Like, when was the last time you had an affair? <laughs> oh, wow. You know, really shitty yeah. hard questions. Or, eat some dog poo. Oh, wow. Which pretty much sounds like most of the time they're on Survivor anyway. Yeah, that's um, that's harsh. That is harsh. But you know what? I'd probably watch it. Well, people watch Gogglebox, which is people watching TV. Yeah, watching people watching television, I just... I, it's inception. It blows my head. It's but, just gone. But you know what? It's no different to a podcast. Having people talk about shit they're interested in. Maybe not. I don't know. It rates. I know. I've never watched it though. No. And I don't intend to. Fair enough. Mm. Maybe what we could do, and I'm, I'm probably think it's going to be a bit harder than what I thought. Is, I think there's movies around it where. You use prisoners because most people don't have as much sympathy for people who are in prison than okay. the average citizen where they can go through a lot of heinous things to get a bit of time cut off. True. You know, offer up a kidney. Okay. How, how many body parts would you offer up to reduce your sentence? <laughs> We can call it organ eyes your life. Oh, see, that's see that's why you're the ideas that man. That could work. Organise your life. Reorganise your life. Re- yeah, I yeah. love that. That could definitely work. Kidney's worth 10 years. 
We could do it. You could. Definitely. I'm not sure, you know, that the people of the United Nations would be human rights activists and be on board okay. with it. If we want to go a real serious one then, mm. we want to go with the cred that we've got and what we're good at. Oh, shit. That's not a lot, if I'm honest, mate. Like, I hate to break that to you. <laughs> we could actually take the podcast on the road and go into rural towns. <laughs> Roadcasting. Roadcasting. Mm. Interview some local people. But yes. then you have snippets of us on the podcast with them. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into seeing them in their home and going through the stories they've got and, you know, the, the difficulties, they, difficulties they have. And they're actually trying to help them out and getting these wonderful stories out of people. Isn't that called the Australian story? No, no, it's not podcast like we do it. Because eh? <laughs> we do this bit. Oh, we do the this funny bit. stuff. Yeah, the funny. The, the, but then the, we the also giggles. have the, the deep stuff as well. Because you know what? We're human. We're just like them. I'm only Except human, we're better. After all, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only human, but better. <laughs> we could do that. Oh. And maybe it's, maybe to keep people interested, it's a 15 minute show. It's called Fastcast. I have an idea <laughs> that I am pretty certain you are going to be 100% on board with. One of the biggest shows at the moment is Lego Masters. Mm-hmm. With Hamish. With Hamish, right? Having you, it have to be you. Okay, that worries me straight away. Good. Good, okay, right. <laughs> kind of a look at you. Very similar okay, to right. Lego Masters. Right, okay, yep. Sex Robot Masters. Oh, my God, you get to build your own sex robots. Exactly. Oh, Joseph Mather, that is brilliant. Where we have some sort of very fancy, philangled, different components. And people use those components to make their own DIY sex robot. (laughs) It's a bit MasterChef. It's a bit Lego Masters. (laughs) And then you get porn stars to come in and judge. Oh, that's brilliant. Because they're professionals. Yep. And we all know sex sells. Does. Sex robots. I don't know. I, I've got it. The, the title needs the title a lot of work. The title needs a lot of work. Because you haven't really gone too far with that one. No, really. <laughs> I'm just saying sex robots. It is what it is. Yeah. Sex robots. Oh, wow. Um, but the DIY factor about it. Yeah. I can hear you thinking. I, I can. I'm trying to think of a, a way around Because you know it. people would watch it. Oh, why wouldn't it's you watch it? It's probably not going to make prime time. It's probably going to have to be something for the Netflix. Yeah, probably. It'll be a little bit weird for normal commercial television. Yeah. So far, until it got really popular. Mm. Like Top Gear, except with sex robots. It's exactly. Yeah, like, so basically, you go along, you've got to go to a, a second-hand place, for instance. Yep. And you've got 300 bucks to spend. Yes. And you've got enough parts each. To build your own sex robot. Yep. And then the porn stars then judge you on who's got the best bot. Exactly. I've got a whippersnipper. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got to have a power source, you some see. Tupperware containers. Exactly. Well, you've got to have a power source. Yep. So what do you do? Do you go, do you go electric? Do you go petrol? Oh, look, I think petrol's more reliable. Electric's going to be a little bit softer. And quieter. And also you can take petrol anywhere. That's true. You can take your bot away with you. But what happens if it's battery powered? What the Ryobi one 
system where you're just plugging in multiple oh, batteries. Oh, there you go. You can add different things on. Exactly. <laughs> Mix and match. And there's your sponsorship. Ryobi, you reckon? <laughs> the Ryobi. The, Ry- the sex Ryobi. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But you've Look, got I ro- love it. If we can make that work. But you've got robot wars yeah. where people where people fight their, their battle True. bots. Yep. And that, that would be some incredibly awesome tech handymen I reckon in sheds around the world that would love to compete on this. men called Keith going, oh, I think I can get that to work. <laughs> I reckon it'd be big in Japan too. Oh, Japan's probably already got it. They are batshit crazy for things like that. Yep. I mean, that's where the sex robot industry started. The genesis of it all. Just incredible. That's a great idea. I thought it was. It's definitely a Netflix show, though. Yeah. Probably not going to get us the $50,000 to be shown on Australian commercial TV. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work. Um, You know what might, though? There's another option. Tell me. One more. (laughs) We could have the adventures of Thoughtful Troy. <gasps> Tell me more. Basically, what we could do is have Thoughtful Troy. Yes. Touring in his bang bus. The banger bus. <laughs> Bring your wisdom to the world. By bringing wisdom, you just mean shagging people? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but imagine that, Outback yes. Australia. Yes. And then you just got this... <laughs> Guru turns up, <laughs> steps out of a bus with his four or five minions. Yes, <laughs> bring him wisdom, and then you got you got Bazza, Bazza. <laughs> just come from Sheeran. Yeah, and there's thoughtful Troy, and he just slipped, like, um, and, he, and he slipped off his sarong. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and the reason why I mention it mm. is that he's in the house this week. Shut the front door. One of the questions we also had. Yes, absolutely. Was um, basically, we're a thoughtful drawing Joffel Joe. And will they make a comeback? Well, I think they will. Let's have a look. The answer's yes. Well, let's get into that. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. I'm so happy. It's been a while since I've heard that. Oh, hasn't it ever? I've been holding on to a vast secret this year. One that no one has been made aware of. And one that has kept me away for many months, as you all know. I was called on to be a coach of thoughtfulness on the set of season two of The Mandalorian. Oh, shit. Now, this may seem strange that I would involve myself in the strange Star Wars pop culture machine of today's society, but this was no shock to me, as it was over a herbal tea in southeast Cambodia in the spring of 1975 that I gave George Lucas the idea of the Force. But that is a tale for another time. That is not the story you're looking for. Unfortunately... During my time on this strange film set, one of the Stormtrooper stunt doubles made a terrible decision and tried to steal one of the baby Yoda dolls. I don't know if you've seen these little green things, but they are indeed quite extraordinary. The Stormtrooper was found out, and as he was running away, the mighty Carl Weathers, an actor in the series, 
appeared and brought him to the ground in a tackle that would make Darth Vader himself take a step back and re-examine his actions. But the stormtrooper would not give up, and as he fought back, Carl Weathers grabbed the Yoda and struck the thief, showing that Carl could indeed weather any storm. (laughs) What we didn't realise until a few moments later was that the Yoda was quite solid for a little creature, and the thief died from the impact to the head. To everyone listening to this podcast, know that violence is not the answer. The trial has not yet begun, but thanks to this podcast, worldwide media will now be fully aware that Carl Weathers has been charged with vehicular manslaughter. Death caused by a Toyota. (laughs) Thank you. And bless. Until you saw him and you go, oh. That's where he's been. He's been wow. helping out on season two of The Mandalorian. Who would have thought season that? Season two of The Mandalorian. Incredible. I tell you, if you're going to get anyone to help you out, though, Thoughtful Troy's the person. Jeez, I'd love to know more about what happened in Cambodia with George Lucas. And the Khmer Rouge. Incredible. <laughs> Unbelievable. It just Wow. You just never know where that man's involved. You've got no idea. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so Bianca, your question. Mm. Uh, that's where Thoughtful Troy's been. Will he make a comeback? He just did. Oh, that's awesome. Well played, mate. Well played. Thank you. I fully appreciate it. <laughs> oh, so. <laughs> Not quite the same as that mum on, but. No, but then what is. Exactly. What is? Wait for that moment, right? I tell you what, I think we really are seriously going to have to give that a bit of a nudge. I have already mentioned it. As I said, it's, it's on. It's going to happen. I don't know what will come out of it. Mm. Um, it could be gold. Oh, it's going to be gold. It could be terrible. It could be but terrible I gold. Think it's going to be great. I think maybe what we might need to do is we might need to do a part episode. And maybe a, a special segment. Yeah, that could work. Because we can't have mummy for a whole hour. She'll fall asleep. <laughs> She'll be gone. No one we know is going to put up with you and I jibber-jabbering on. No, not in person. Not without I can't some believe sort people of... listen to it every week. Well, people drink a lot, mate. <laughs> The world's changing, you know. Yeah, to all those home drinkers, welcome. Exactly. Listening. <laughs> uh, but no, Mel's going to happen. I love that. Yeah. I absolutely I, love I, that. I don't know in what facet, <laughs> but, oh, that's going to be an exciting time. And when it does, roadies, make sure that, look, somehow we will manage to, I will get that recording and I will get an, oh, Troy, out of Mel. <laughs> <laughs> you can set it as your ringtone. <laughs> Maybe as a message we'll alert. To tell her to, because she doesn't listen. To, she listens to snippets, she gets, I will say. She gets told what to listen to. Yeah, pretty much. Because my sister listens, and she'll kind of say something funny, so mum will have a bit of a listen to that bit. But she's got no idea some of the things we've been doing. No. And saying. They involve her. Do you reckon, is it at all possible? Is it at all possible to get her on for an erotic reading roulette? Oh, Wow. <laughs> 
Oh, I'd love to be able to do that. Does your mum drink? She doesn't mind an occasional Bundy these days. Can we give her a tipple? Get a three sheets. Get a three sheets to the wind, and then read a short story out of burning his eyes. Oh, that would be gold. Oh wow! And she wouldn't even need to do a voice. No, (laughs) she's still herself. (laughs) (laughs) We will. Wow, I don't know if I can make that one happen. No, but but we will. We will work on it. We need to overcome some. some logistical audio <laughs> issues first, but we will definitely work well, on it. Well, it's going to be a little bit different, you know. Podcasting isn't something that mum does very often. No. Not that I know. Maybe pensionthepodcast.com.au is where she's at. Maybe that's her home. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Fuck, maybe that's our new game show. Oh, there you go. Pension of podcasting. Pension of podcasting. Just get people to try and set up the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> What does this do? Exactly. Maybe that's what we do. Maybe that's a TV show. You you basically hand someone who is an octogenarian a piece of new kit, a new technology, and see how long it takes them to work it out. The fuck is an octogenarian? Someone who's over 80. Really? Yeah. Mum's not over 80. Okay, well... <laughs> call my mum old. No, I'm just saying, like, for our so TV this show... This be our last episode. <laughs> For our TV show, like that, we're going to make. Get the oldies in. Get the oldies yeah. in, because everyone loves to humiliate old people. Of course, old people aren't going to stay up late enough to watch the TV show. Exactly. And the kids today will go, "Oh, that's so old." It is. So, I mean, the worst thing is too the way the world's coming out. You can't even hit old people with bats anymore. <laughs> it's, it's so disappointing. They've even stopped metho baths and everything. Yeah, I don't know what's so going on. PC now. Exactly. <sighs> God, that used to be fun. Let's get back to a simpler time. Just walking down the footpath and just pulling out a cricket bat and just smacking an old person over the head. Or if you can get a network on, Vol, we could bring back like old people fighting. Oh, actually, that could work. Why not? Mm. Fight club. <laughs> Pensioner <laughs> style. Pensioner style. Anyway, roadies, um, <sighs> I would just like to say thank you so much for tuning in for the last three years. It has given Troy and I... So much joy. It yeah, really has. I can't believe that's an hour already for this week. <laughs> Time flies when you've been stupid. Oh, doesn't it ever. And to you, my friend, thank you so much. Thank you, mate. I loved all this. The uh, entertaining the whimsy. Every week. And I love the mm. fact that people get entertained from it. Mm. 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 It's great. So, roadies, that has been episode 150. We might try and do something for 156, but we probably won't. Probably not. No. Yeah, wait for 200. Exactly. Oh, wait for Merle. Wait for Merle. <laughs> Prepared for that, Brodies. And on that, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. Oh, we certainly are. <laughs> <laughs>